What's up guys, this is Lucid Rain, and today we are basically dedicating this episode to mental health and everything that kind of comes with that. Um, well, we may or may not make another episode, depending on how this goes, because of such a broad topic that mental health is. So, we'll see how it goes. But, the first thing I want to kind of start with is, um, like, social media's effect on, like, people's psyche and their mental health and all that kind of shit do you think like negative or positive do you think it has an effect on like your mental health at all or do you think it's kind of just neutral and doesn't really matter no i think it has a lot of effect on your mental health in a bunch of different aspects of life as well i mean it's it's of course gonna vary person to person but um i've seen it both ways i've seen I've seen people say social media is like very, very detrimental to their mental health. And I've seen people say it's very good to them. So it varies. But what would you say? Like positive or negative or kind of in the middle? I guess it depends on how you're using it. Yeah, for sure. So if you're uh, depressed and you're looking at sad shit all day long, it's probably going to end up, you know, not helping you and being detrimental to your life well another problem people run into is uh you know how people on social media they tend to only show the parts of their life that they want to show you so they don't show the bad parts of life usually they just show them having a good time or the only or maybe only the times where they look good like appearance wise so people people that are already not you know feeling great about their own lives may look at other people's lives on like fucking instagram or twitter or whatever and they'll be like wow this person's life is so much better than mine and they look so much better than me and etc so that's kind of a super fucking toxic uh or if mindset. you don't have uh if you don't have many people to talk to and then you're kind of just sitting there trying to find people to talk to all the time. And then, yeah, that probably would get demoralizing. Yeah, it probably would. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're looking for someone, someone that'll stick around in in any capacity. Then, yeah, I mean, the Internet is like it's a good and a bad place for that. <laughs> I should say social media is a good and a bad place for that. People don't sometimes don't realize that people on social media only literally only show like what they want to show you so that the whole thing where it's like oh yeah these people's lives are so much better than mine i wish i had what they had or or whatever is like you know i, I see why it would be a common thing but it's also irrational yeah i mean people only like you said people only show the best that they have to offer because it's all yeah. curated or you see people in all of their flaws and kind of just like see people wilding out yeah attention you know yeah I think, it, I think what it's done is it's given people a, a way to get attention and in doing so it is kind of rewarded the worst parts of personalities rather than the best parts yeah i mean it definitely gets attention if you're um <laughs> doing you know just do it. it you get attention no matter what you do you do the dumbest shit ever you get attention or you just do like i don't know you say something a hot take or something you get attention it's you know it's it's whatever 
Also, I don't have the numbers in front of me of this, but just, uh, so, take this with a grain of salt. I could be wrong, but I don't believe I am. The fact that so many people have disorders now, and, like, it, that rate is seem, seemingly increasingly, or it's seemingly increasing by a lot every single day. I think a lot of that has to do with attention-seeking, because, like, uh... Somebody who has problems that they've had since childhood, you know, they didn't, like, especially us, we didn't grow up with technology. So if you had problems that have persisted since you were a kid, you know, you probably have something that needs to be, like, clinically diagnosed. Yeah. If you're online all the time and you're faking disabilities or you just are doing shit and the real underlying thing is attention, I mean, I guess that's a problem in itself, but it's like people are forcing horrible things on themselves yeah with that like doing it purposely when it's nothing that anyone wants you know yeah yeah that that shit's actually irritating for the people that actually do deal with that those things because they i mean you can tell i i don't know i feel like you can tell very quickly when someone doesn't actually deal with something if you have that thing so like so say someone is like i don't know they say they have uh ocd or like anxiety problems or something and if you deal with that thing you can probably identify someone who also deals with that thing pretty easily and you look at these people on online and they're just like clearly you do not know what this is like and it's it's kind of fucking irritating to be honest yeah which i mean I guess different things can have different, uh, you know, different spectrums towards them, so not everyone is going to be the same, but I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, and like you said, we didn't grow up with, well, I mean, we did to some extent, but we didn't really grow up with the internet, not the internet we have now, at least, and so if we wanted attention at a young age for, you know, quote-unquote having disabilities or whatever, uh, or disorders... Uh, we would have to get attention from our the people around us. So, like, we couldn't just go online and make a post or a TikTok or, or some shit saying, yeah, this is this is my problem, this is what's wrong with me, and then get all this attention. Like, it wasn't... If you had to do it in person, and it, at that point, was it really worth doing? Like, I don't know. I mean, the reach you have when you're online on a TikTok or whatever is far greater than, like your fucking like your your class in school or something you know i agree with you it's definitely a uh new territory yeah i guess you could say it i mean the internet's been around for a while but i guess you could say it's a new age ish problem people uh just saying shit for attention um yeah i mean and i mean it's i'm a sure it's always problem. been there but i'm sure it has yeah to some capacity yeah so uh yeah, that's kind of one big issue with social media. So, just attention-seeking and the fa- even if you want to go into positive, the fact that, like, you have such a reach, I mean, that's, like, kind of scary if you think about it because the reach with the ro- in the wrong person's hands is a, is a horrible thing. Yeah, for sure. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, we can move on to the next one if you want. Yeah, we didn't. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, 
another huge problem with just the internet and it's like in relation to mental health is cyberbullying which is like i think we can agree that it's way more uh common than like in-person bullying nowadays like i at least me when i was in like school and shit i never saw someone get like physically bullied yeah, so uh, I saw a post the other day that said this. Remember being a kid and doing something really stupid and embarrassing. And everyone calls you a name for about two, three weeks. And then it's forgotten and everyone gets over it. And only the people that saw it saw it. And eventually they forget and it dies down. But with social media, someone took a video of it. Someone took a picture of it. It's already spread to five, six different schools. Yeah. <laughs> and then you never escape it yeah that that's very true it the thing will spread like overnight <laughs> and it's on the internet forever essentially so honestly is authoritarian and shit is it this will sound which you know like i believe it but not really i would think putting an age limit on technology like teenagers like not being able to use technology for entertainment capacities until you're an adult yeah i I think, I don't know, I think there should be some sort of, like, age limit, but adult, I think, is kind of extreme. I think it should be, like, older teen. Uh, Which, a lot of the older teens are part of the problem, because they're too still too immature, you know? Yeah, that's true. Especially, so, uh, yeah, there should definitely be some, like, uh... Regulations or something, I guess. Yeah, like for social media because uh, it can i mean you can put it this way you can ruin your online footprint when you're really young and then you'll grow up and your footprint online is still ruined <laughs> so you're stuck with your mistakes that you made as a as a stupid young kid think about how many people have job opportunities big life-changing things ruined because they said something on twitter when they were like 13 years old yeah it said something literally like over 10 years ago sometimes and it just <laughs> and it just absolutely follows them like for the longest either it follows them or it just comes back to bite them in the ass and it's just like i mean that in itself can butcher your mental health and <laughs> there's honestly not much you can do about that i mean yeah like you can delete stuff you can delete posts and stuff but like you you know, people re-upload, people repost, people retweet, all that kind of stuff. So you can't really permanently escape that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of a scary thing to think about. But yeah, I want to say like cyberbullying is definitely way, way more common than than like actual. Bu- which I don't know which is. I mean, the example you said like. Yeah, it spreads and never goes away. That is worse. I guess you could say that's worse than physical bullying, but at the same time, I don't know because you're not actually physically getting hurt when this is happening to you. So I don't know which is worse. It's irrelevant which is worse, but like, I don't know. It's, I can't really choose which is, uh, is less bad out of those two. Yeah, I don't know. Like in regards to social media and just young kids, not being able to escape stuff uh think about like what used to be peer pressure for drugs and different shit like that yeah it's pretty much just people being pressured into troll you know 
like yeah people kind of getting together and just being dicks to each other and like you know kind of doing the group mentality to just people that are probably online because they don't have good personal you know interpersonal skills and shit yeah. like that and then you're taking advantage of them or you know something that's already probably not good for them yeah right yeah yeah that's a very like toxic thing for sure i mean but i mean honestly you can't like you can't stop really young kids from going on social media like if they're if their parents just gave them a phone and with no restrictions then they're gonna do it like there's nothing you can't really do anything about it so and some kids are fine some kids are perfectly fine on social media but some are not so (laughs) not even just kids teens too so yeah i mean it's it's about maturity and whatnot and i don't really know how you police that and i don't I don't think you'll be right to, but in an idealistic yeah. world. Yeah, I don't I don't think you could either really and I mean say theoretically they did like put a I don't know how they would do it, but they put like a an age restriction on all that stuff. Uh people would be furious. So Yeah, it would not it would not end up good. Yeah, it wouldn't blow over well, like at all, so I mean, people are, people don't like restrictions of any kind, to be honest, so, (laughs) like, no matter what you're talking about. So, they have these, I guess you could just call them mental health bots, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's basically just, it's a bot that tries to help you get through whatever it is you're going through, like, it could be anything, and they give these bots, like, I'm trying to think of, like, Better Health might have these, I'm not sure of the like brands or whatever but um yeah they have like certain keywords that that uh is built baked into the bot to like be like oh if this person says um says i don't know this thing about hurting wanting to hurt themselves or something they're gonna immediate the bot's gonna immediately just be like uh call a hotline or <coughs> or crisis or call a crisis uh hotline or something like that that's immediately what it's gonna say if you say um i don't know like that's just just an example um but yeah basically it sounds it's a good idea on paper right if someone isn't able to get in touch with a a person for whatever reason because it can get kind of difficult to get in touch with a person we'll get into that later probably um it sounds like a good idea but when you've in practice these bots are I can tell you they're absolutely useless, at least in my experience, because it's just, it's just not, I mean, I don't, you don't need me to tell you this, but it's not the same as talking to a person, like, even, we're not to the point with AI yet, I don't think, where a mental health bot is useful. I think we will be there eventually, but like right now, that, that shit is, is not useful. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want a computer trying to analyze shit that's super subjective and really personal. You know? Yeah, and right. It has a lot of variables to it. I just don't think that that is a computer's forte, really. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I mean, these are very complex topics. So, like, a computer's just... An AI is just not going to be able to grasp all of that. It The best it can do 
is regurgitate what it all, what has yeah. already been said pretty much pretty much yeah and just uh direct you to a crisis hotline like that's basically all it can do like it, it's it can never be helpful and maybe if someone's in a really bad place and they're contacting one of these mental health bots well what's scary is has there been any cases where mental health bots actively hurt somebody i don't know but i wouldn't i don't know of any but i wouldn't be surprised if someone walked away from talking with one of them and felt worse because they were just like okay well this this doesn't help either because nothing does so i can see someone walking away from that thinking like that was a waste of time now i you know why did i even do that shit so and like i said it can you know getting uh an actual like therapist slash psychiatrist can actually be really difficult depending on depends on where you live and depends on a lot of things but it can be really hard some people literally can't do it and some people literally can't afford it so i get why they exist the bots but uh, we're just not there yet <laughs> as a uh, as technology right now and i honestly yeah, think sorry go ahead you can go ahead oh um i honestly think like getting therapy and stuff like that shouldn't be as uh difficult and expensive as as it is like like yeah i get like it's a tough job and they need like well, they normally, should be getting paid well, but like normally insurance is probably, you know, insurance is your best friend and with stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Which, yeah, I mean, talking about like chatbots and kind of just the ideals behind that, um, it just something that impersonal. I just don't see how anyone would think that's helpful. You yeah. Know? Unless the, the bot... whole point of going to a therapist is, you know, they're reading your body language you're reading yeah. theirs and you kind of get like sense the emotion from someone essentially and, yeah and also not not all the time but they're also sharing not sharing but they can use their past experiences to help you in your current experience what experience does an ai have it doesn't have past experiences because it doesn't it's not a person right so yeah it just takes it literally from cannot help whatever you. it can yeah it just kind of takes stories and yeah it can take stuff and formulate something but it's it's kind of like when we talked about ai art it's just taking a bunch of influences and a bunch of keywords and just melding it together pretty much not really making anything you know yeah yeah like the intention is there but the technology is not (laughs) unfortunately so i feel like there there needs to be I, I mean, I was about to say there, there should be something for people who can't get into, like, therapy, but they do have, like, uh, group therapy is a lot cheaper, I'm pretty sure, and easier to get into. So there is that. So I guess that would be someone's next option if they couldn't get into, like, one-on-one therapy. Yeah, I don't have much experience with that, so I wouldn't really be able to tell you. What, group therapy? Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I've done it once and I hated it, so I don't really either. Actually, no, I did it twice, but I hated it every time. And the re- you're probably the reason I say that is because like talking, I don't know, sharing such personal stuff with so many people around you is like that is not for me. I just don't like that. And honestly, I don't 
I don't know how people even do that. It's it's probably just because I'm like a really anxious person, but I don't like uh, all these people knowing so much about me, uh, such personal things. How do you, how do you feel about that? I know you say you didn't do it before, but how do you think you would feel about doing that? I don't know. It sounds like more anxiety than uh, I came in with. Yeah, that that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> I feel like it just makes you. Uh, it just makes you way more anxious than you'd already be. I don't know. I'm not saying it doesn't help anyone. I'm sure it does, but it's just, it's not for me. <laughs> and honestly, I think someone would get more out of one-on-one -on -one anyway, because then the person can focus directly on you and your problems. When, while if it's a group thing, then they have to try and, like, yeah, they'll focus on you for, like, when you get your time to talk but that's it after that they're moving on and they're talking you know they talk generally that so that it applies to everyone right uh so they don't really do a lot of one-on-one -on -one in that uh environment so yeah i i honestly don't think it's very helpful but i'm sure there's someone out there who that like really really helped yeah and uh, one thing with social media is, uh, and the fact that it is the way it is, it's kind of helped with people being able to get therapy, just with there being so much options online and you being able to search up counselors' names. And That's I mean, true. I'm sure, I'm sure before the internet, it was horrible finding help. Yeah, <laughs> I can't where would even, you even look. I don't even want to imagine that because you would have to. You would have to search locally. Well, obviously you got to search locally anyway, but you would have to like physically go to places and just kind of look around. Like that would that must be horrible. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, I mean you'd have to track down an agency and figure out like you know it just honestly ten times harder. You would probably have to. You would. I feel like most people back then would go with the first person they saw just because out of the difficulty of finding one of those people anyway. So I feel like if they if they got someone, price be damned, they would probably just go with them just just to save themselves time. <laughs> and also if someone really needs help like right now, right at that moment, then they're not going to who wants to search around for who knows months weeks months who knows how long to get to get someone who's perfect for you like you don't have you know you're not going to be down to do that so yeah i mean so it's it is one thing i also like playing devil's advocate think there are some problems with stuff like better help and uh all the online therapy platforms is yeah. first it's how expensive they are yeah so is they, better health only online is that what that is yeah i'm fairly certain hmm. yeah i'm weird about that because i don't know i th i always i'm a firm believer of uh being in person is more helpful but i'm not saying virtual can't help but I, that's just kind of what i believe <clears throat> yeah no i mean i i'm sure like I've done virtual uh, when when it necessitates, and yeah. you still get a connection. But there's not like there's no better connection than being in person with someone. Yeah, I agree. Better Health was in some kind of 
I don't remember what it was. They were in some sort of controversy, like, a few years back. And I don't remember what that was about. But people were, you know, YouTubers were sponsoring, being sponsored by Better Health and stuff. And people would be like, why are you, why are you taking that sponsor? Better Health is disgusting or something. And I don't remember what that was about. But uh, there's some kind of, like, stigma against them. Maybe they worked through that. Maybe they changed or whatever. But I don't know. I kind of would steer clear of it just because of that whole controversy. So what exactly was the controversy? I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember people were looked down upon for sponsor being sponsored by Better Health or Better Help or whatever it's called. I'd have to look it up, but uh, first I'm going to look up if it's okay, it's Better, better Help. Uh, it's Is it Better Help or Better Health? It's Better Help. I believe, yeah. I was saying health this whole time, but yeah, apparently it's health. Do you know, like, how much it broke something its like that private policy by sharing and monetizing customer health information? Oh wow! <laughs> so not great. That's pretty bad. <laughs> you can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing at all. That's that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's uh on. Especially because something like that, you're giving somebody a lot of trust. Yeah, and, seriously. Uh, you're giving somebody a lot of... Uh, personal information. You know, yeah, personal information and stuff that is very sensitive. Yeah. And for that it's to be like weaponized not okay. against you, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, breaking confidentiality is probably the worst thing you can do as a, <laughs> as a therapist. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like people would get fired for that. Oh, they a, would. Uh, they easily setting. would. Easily would be fired. Revoked and not be able to see anyone because of it. Yeah, I mean they should. Cause I don't know. Like, yeah, you could say. I don't know. Like, I don't know who exactly they would be telling your private information but it doesn't really matter like whoever they tell if people found yeah, just out a bunch of companies i guess yeah i guess so i mean and if people found out you're doing that you were probably done for well people still uh are sponsored by them and uh they still give people every single day so yeah i'm sure they get a lot of people honestly because i think i think the online things kind of I could be wrong, but I think that's more common and popular than, like, straight-up, one-on-one, uh, typical therapists, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe in the future, we won't even have in-person therapists anymore, because it seems like everyone wants to, no one wants to leave their house, which I, I guess I understand, but <laughs> I guess people I mean, just, like, I think it's bad, because, like, the further we kind of isolate each other and ourselves i mean where where is that gonna end you know not anywhere good yeah i feel like we need to like i feel like there's a a line to be drawn there like that we should not cross like to the point where everything we don't leave for literally anything we we almost are like that as it is so like you if you don't want to leave you kind of don't have to nowadays so like I I kind of I kind of don't like that. Like yeah, it's convenient in a lot of ways. It's also has bad implications in other ways, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, uh, 
one more topic that kind of touches on technology and this one is probably one of the oldest as far as how long it's been you know utilized compared to all the rest of them this one is probably the oldest but it's still technology and that's like hotlines and whatnot i don't know do you think that they're useful i i'm sure they are like i'm i'm sure they have um kept a lot of people safe but at the same time i feel like there's equally as many people that um were not really affected by or didn't think it helped that's what i think but i could be wrong maybe it helped most people i wouldn't really know but like conceptually it makes sense that it would help just because because like any if someone's calling um calling one of these then they're already looking for a reason to uh to stick around and like not hurt themselves in any way so chances are if someone's on the other end saying uh yeah uh don't do that you can live for this or that whatever they say i don't know what they say uh (laughs) they'll chances are they're gonna listen because they're calling to begin with because they want some sort of reason to not do what they what they want to do so yeah i mean i'm sure that's a pretty hard job that's probably oh yeah about the same as being a therapist as far as i think that's way more stressful impartial yeah you know it probably is because like that's like you're dealing with a crisis every time at that point at that job and that has to be taxing like that has to really weigh on you more than like just someone talking about their everyday issues like i don't know that's a job you you'd have to like really be good at or really be used to i guess if you can get used to it yeah i don't know that's one of those things i yeah i'm actually curious like what their strategies are like if they um like like do they just say the same thing every time i wonder or do they go just take it by ear and just see what they say to respond if you know what i mean like i wonder if they have a certain strategy that they use every single time yeah i'm sure it's probably each person's different so they do a different approach for uh, each person and kind of feel out the situation yeah right well guys this was lucid rain and hope you guys enjoyed uh and we'll see you guys next time peace peace